Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. Joining me on the line now is Jeffrey Fu, the chief executive officer of Lively Private Limited. And it is a company that puts together these mass participation runs, including uh, having put together the Straits Times run. Jeffrey, uh, good morning. Welcome to Weekend Mornings. Hey, morning, Glenn. Thank you for having me. Yeah, great to have you with us. Now, of course, all of those major events have been uh, canceled at this point for you know a number of months now. How many events do we know? Roughly, how many events have been affected in the past uh, four or five months by COVID nineteen? Well, if you were to take into consideration this entire since it happened and since the measure the measure took place, uh, take into the the rest of the year, I would say across just physical sports event, I would believe is in the range of about a hundred, large and small altogether. Wow! And this is just we are just talking about Singapore alone. Of course, of course, that's that's a big number, isn't it? It is. It is. I mean, can you imagine pre post uh, pre COVID nineteen, we were having like two to three kind of uh, activity uh, per weekend. Mm. So you can add up the numbers. And, you know, of course, we think of marathons, half marathons, fun runs, 10Ks, things like that. Yes, what else What right. else does it include? What other types of events are we are we now missing out on? I mean, if you think about the, on a community, community level, right, the government has been actively promoting, you know, act, uh, active health uh, lifestyle. And also, there's also been those kind of like workouts or even like some kind of a Zumba community level that's mm. given up for free to the residents of a certain uh, suburb or uh, residential estate, those are counted as an event too, right? Ah, okay. So yeah, and not forgetting like, like those um, unofficial or, or informal Tai Chi workouts that you see on a given weekend uh, on East Coast Park itself. Yeah, of course, we see a lot of the uh, a lot of our older residents out there doing Tai Chi and different types of uh, right. Chinese traditional uh, meditation and things like that. All of those have been, uh, put, you know, put down as well for the time being. Is it, you know, has there been any ability to quantify any kind of the numbers in terms of the the uh, the amount of money that's been lost or um, not uh, released, uh, you know, with people being able to do these events and sign up and, and pay for entry fees and things like that. Is there, is there any economic impact that we can quantify at this point? Or is it, is it too diverse a, uh, an industry to do that? I, to be honest, Glenn, I do not have an answer in terms of the industry impact in, um, on the economic level, but um, definitely on a, economic of health, right, definitely, that's a huge impact, right? Because this pandemic has evidently changed the way we live, we move, and the way we consume, correct? Yeah, let's talk so, about that. What, what are some of the yeah. big changes? Obviously, big changes are we're not going out quite as much as we used to. Uh, but, Absolutely. But, but what, are some of the, what are some of the other changes that we've seen? Well, I mean, due to the lockdown, our consumers have adjusted to a life with a deeper adop- adoption of uh, technology, Right. And also, more importantly, a deeper appreciation of outdoor and physical movement. Mm. Right. Um, I mean, the blessing is we are, we are still allowed to head out to um, do our morning walk or a run. Right. It's just that the advisory is you do it alone and, you know, sort of take uh, um, note of your social distancing and not having anybody around you. So... Definitely, there's a 
much more deeper adoption of technology in this case. And also, you know, there's definitely a stronger and a seamless connectivity between physical and digital. And it's, it's definitely, this is definitely going to stay moving forward. Is it difficult, though, for some, you know, of course, many of us who are who are on a, a certain digital journey have no problem with maybe exercising at home online with or in a Zoom, you know, type group exercise. Yep. But for many of our mm-hmm. many of our seniors, our older residents, they might not necessarily be quite so savvy to be able to get online and, and practice whatever it is they were practicing before the circuit breaker. Has, has this been a challenge as well to keep some of our older residents active during this time? I think there's definitely some challenge in terms of adoption, especially for our senior citizens. Uh, but what we are doing with working with the government, in this case, what actually is to think of a different approach to reach out to the senior citizens, um, obviously through education, clearly in terms of the easier, like read via some videos online, and obviously introducing them to like a speed up education on you know, how do you get online, how do you get to reach out to this sort of video that's available that's been dishing out by the Sport SG itself, you know, like 60 seconds workout, simple things, no equipment required that you, you know, stay home, stay healthy at home. Yeah. 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 And for some of the hardcore sports enthusiasts, maybe the ones who are are used to doing multiple marathons a year or Ironman races, things like that, what kinds of challenges, uh, you know, there's no way that they can train at the same level uh, that they could normally. Obviously, gyms are out and things like that. How are people that are uh, uh, elite athletes training now um, in in COVID-18? Are there other opportunities or options for them? Um, I would say the only thing that, they are doing at the moment on the elite level or I would say, you know, on those pretty more serious runners, uh, it's all about adoption, right? And using whatever equipment that's available at home or improvising whatever weight they can get their hands on to really focus on certain body parts, I would say in this case, right? In terms of long distance running, it's always about the core. Mm. And honestly, you know, focusing on your core Workout essentially, you don't really need a, 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 any equipment, right? It can always be a body weight that you're using. Yeah, yeah. Of course, they they need to be creative, right? In the different ways that uh, they can do aerobic and anaerobic exercises. Absolutely. Uh, speaking with Jeffrey Fu, the chief executive officer of, of Lively Private Limited, and. and uh, an organization that uh, puts together sponsors, uh, mass events, running events, and others. And Jeffrey, you've been doing this for 14 years now. What, what are some of the changes that you have seen? Uh, obviously, the numbers of events have changed over the years, but uh, mm-hmm. what what kind of trend have you seen? Uh, which really, 14 years ago, I mean, we had you know the standard chartered marathon and uh, and the uh, half marathon that was done by the army, right? Yeah, that's about it, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> where are we now in terms, not necessarily during COVID-19, but in general, where where is the industry now? I think in general, um, obviously, is uh, driven by consumer demand. Um, Singaporeans are definitely more, much more informed today. And in terms of the needs, definitely their needs have gone up, right? In terms of what are the options out there besides just running. Mm. You know, there, you see a lot more offering today from boutique gyms to boutique classes workout to personal training to even like there's so many yoga studios out there. So there's a lot of options right now. And 
clearly everything is used driving towards fitness and wellness, right? Not just the body, but mental as well. So, um, for Singaporeans, which I, I would imagine we are pretty much pampered in this sense, um, because of the economy that's doing, been doing well for the last decade, there's a lot more offering right now, and also options to what I call sports travel. Mm. Uh, a lot of people are looking tra- to travel overseas to participate in a run, in a like a sports workshop, things like that. It's really about the experience that they're looking for and something that, you know, they can't find it back here, either that or it's something that they have planned, you know, it's almost their next level or one of their to-do list that you can't even do it over here in Singapore. Yeah, yeah, of course, you know, it's uh, common for people to go do a triathlon in Phuket or do a bike race in, you know, Batam Bintan, that sort of thing. And, and obviously all those have, have stopped now for for the obvious reasons. Correct. When, when you look at, at uh, some of the smaller players in the market, if, if we talk about some of the maybe the one-off gyms or the um, the Pilates studios, the yoga studios, uh, for example, we just saw Gold's Gym in the U.S. file for bankruptcy to to get some uh, relief in being able to structure its debts. Would you expect yep. there to be a big shakedown in Singapore's fitness industry as we get through the next three, four, six months? of COVID-19. Many of these businesses operate on very thin margins as it is and with rents being high, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Would you expect a lot of the smaller players to go out of business and there'd be some consolidation uh, in this, uh, in this, uh, in this, this segment of the, of business? Yep. The answer to that is a definite yes. Um, as we all know in any form of, I would call it a recession or a downturn that's always will end up with some form of consolidation, right? Clearly, in this case, uh, we've already seen it happen, and it is still happening. It will continue to happen. Um, I don't think it's a matter of size, but more importantly is how, uh, in terms of the you know strength that this company has, right, cash reserve-wise. The business model that they've been running, etc. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's something, if it's something that they are so dependent on being physically there, in that space, yes, these guys will be badly affected, right? If you were to evolve, right, as we can see today, there's a lot of uh, coaches, trainers that have gone on online offering online training that continue to interact with their members. I think there's something is better than nothing. Um, probably to keep them afloat, yes. But more importantly, at the, at the end of the day, it's really boils down to the management of the business itself. Um, if you have nothing to they can't take you for the next six months, yes, then they'll be subjected to, you know, either you shut down or you form alliances with a bigger group or collectively these smaller businesses can always come together, right, in terms of sharing of resources, sharing of, you know, platforms just to stay afloat. And when the time picks up, I think these guys are ready to, ready to rock and roll. Yeah, that's interesting. Of course, you know, a recession – is always an opportunity for the stronger players to absorb some of the uh, the weaker players and and grow um, if they have the the resources to do so. So of course we don't know yet how that's going to shake down necessarily in the well. I mean, segments. if I were to to pipe in here a little bit, sure. Um, even on, on in terms of what I do, I mean, obviously the nature of our business is physical mass participation events. We are already seeing some of them. Some of the smaller guys are sort of like you know taking a break. Yeah, what they call it. 
Uh, we are seeing some opportunities out there, uh, not just same business, but smaller. But at the same time, we're looking at adopting technology com- technology companies that we think really adds in value. And this guy, these are the guys that really need, need that lead. Um, it's something that we are looking at and hopefully during taking this time downtime at much slower pace, we're able to you know, synergize and get ready for the next uh, upturn. Oh, very interesting. With Jeffrey Fu, the Chief Executive Officer of Lively Private Limited. And Jeffrey, uh, when you look at some of the online things that have been happening, there have been virtual races uh, that people are starting to run now just to keep themselves uh, active. Obviously, online coaching and training has has mm-hmm. taken off in a way that it, yeah. it never has before. But also, you know, eSports uh, is a new, uh, relatively new, meaning five, six, seven years old, uh, part of of online gaming and things that might have before had more of a niche uh, audience, but now is get, is growing as well and, and becoming recognized as, uh, you know, as something that a lot of people can take part in. Uh, for example, F1 went to online mm-hmm. races uh, in terms of a mass, uh, a mass market uh, type of approach. Is this, is this the next opportunity uh, right now for esports and for anything that's online having to do with training or, uh, any kind of mass participation sports? I think definitely technology has, you know, taken a new stand in this case. Uh, before uh, before COVID-19, right, barely anyone heard about or knew about what is virtual, right? Virtual people always think that the VR thing. But when this entire uh, pandemic happened, everybody's like going online, uh, using Zoom for their meetings, Esports for even for F1 for the I mean other than the esports guys that's doing it out there organizing all this competition, so definitely e esports I would say or some some form of uh, digital sports is definitely for here to stay, and we see more weave into the daily lives of the consumer out there versus you know just back in those days esports is really the demographics are young majority are you know teenage or young adult boys men. Right, versus right now, you can see definitely a more wider mix, not just you know that that demographic before. Yeah. Uh, our thanks to Jeffrey Fu, the Chief Executive Officer of Lively Private Limited. Uh, thanks for coming on Weekend Mornings uh, today to uh, share your insights with us. Pleasure. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SBH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.